0: 94 of the Feminine critique. New mnemonic device to remember the number of this episode. Ready? Okay. All right. So it's episode 94, and on today's episode, what are we covering?
1: Saw four and five. Uh huh.
0: So four, as in 94, and in order to add up to nine, what's nine minus four?
1: Five. Uh huh. See, see how that works? So the. That- I mean, it seems a little complicated, but nope, you're right.
0: No, nope, nope. I
1: I, it level level like two math. I'd say I like it.
0: It's yeah, good indeed. So that's um that's what we're talking about. Last time we talked about Saw one, two, three. This time we're talking about Saw four and five because Emily had a terrible idea to cover all the Saw movies. And how, are you, holding you, up, how are you holding up, Christine? How you holding up? After these two, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Well, there are two left, unless you're going to go to the theater to see part eight. Technically three. Three. If you so choose, I'm not forcing you to do anything you don't want to do.
1: Wild horses couldn't keep me away. Um, And and again, maybe Jigsaw will tie me to, uh, like, different horses. And you just have to um,
0: stay on the horse for the 90-minute movie duration of Saw. That's all you got to do, Christine.
1: And he'll be like, win or lose. It's your show or something.
0: You're gonna say I'm gonna lose either way.
1: Yeah, either way, we all lose. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, these are
0: um, these are like the heart of it too. These are the center of the series, if you will. Oh boy, I yeah. know. Yeah. Um. It it's okay. Well, before we um, I don't know, delve into an abandoned building in the middle of a city where nobody complains about noise. Uh, it's October. You've been watching a lot of movies, I'm sure.
1: I have been watching at least one a day.
0: All right. Let's let's uh, let's hear it. What you got?
1: Okay. Well, let me open my note kay. because I accidentally just opened my grocery list and I don't want to start reading um, <laughs> that I need olive oil and chickpeas to okay. you.
0: I mean, those are good um, staples to have.
1: <laughs> they are. All right. Here we go. Let me see where I left off last time. I have some good ones to talk about. That I do not Excellent. Um. Alright, so, there we go. So, I watched Cult of Chucky. Uh-huh, uh-huh, me too. Liter- literally right after we finished recording, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I went
1: and was like, let's fucking do this. Yeah! Oh my god. <laughs> I, I liked it so much. Yeah. It's so good. So, uh- Bride of Chucky is obviously my favorite, mm-hmm. hands down. Let's, oh, okay. but like, like, not. Even, let's not even talk about it. So this is. <laughs> Seed of Chucky is my
0: favorite, but I, I give you
1: Bride. Bride, just Bride is just bride is hits great. on it, it a is lot great. of things yeah. for me. So this is. This is easily like the the next one. Like I like this wow. one next after that. Wow. Um, I was thoroughly impressed. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was really. For clearly it was a lower budge, like yep. you could tell, sure, but like and very Canadian. Very, very Canadian. It was really well done. Um, it was really cohesive in like the most interesting ways. So I say this to you: Is child's Play the best horror franchise? Now wait, you have to take into consideration a few things um how in canon it stays yeah. how there's not any weird divergences or any things we're supposed to forget about well there are I'll get into this there's not any things we're supposed to forget about or ignore there's not weird inconsistencies that throw everything off mm-hmm. it's like this, this the same creative forces have yeah, been well, driving
0: it in. it's i mean Don Mancini has written every child's play movie now granted his Um, sway over how much of his script got put onto film has (laughs) increased as the movies have gone on and he wrote and directed the last two Uh, but every script has started and ended with Don Mancini which I think helps to that cohesion and helps to the consistency even though you look at Child's Play 1 compare it to Cult of Chucky and I mean, two different genres, even. For
1: sure, exactly. Still, to to my point, that almost for me solidifies that statement because it has managed to evolve and change yeah. and still be smart and relevant. Because mm-hmm. the first one's pretty pretty smart. It is, yeah. I mean, I, the first one
0: I think is a genuinely good horror film.
1: Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. So I I loved it. Like, loved it a lot and thoroughly impressed by that franchise. Um, Former um, sex partner of mine, um, (laughs) Alex Alex Vincent, looking smoking hot. So, (laughs) feeling good about my my life choices there. That's right,
0: girl, you go. Also,
1: he may have taken an acting class, and I really appreciate that. Oh, good, good. Did Um, Did you tell him, suggest these things to him? No. Oh, wow. Wow. No, 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 no. Okay. Your uh,
0: influence still clearly did did good.
1: Let's let's put this all on my shoulders. Um <laughs> but I thought it was so good and I immediately messaged you because I thought you would love it oh, too. Yeah. Like the last scene, I was like, if Emily doesn't like this, then I don't know who she is. Right, of course. No, I, I loved it. Um I did I've heard some criticism and I
0: can't necessarily defend some things, as far as the rules were not fully
1: established. Correct. Agree. Mildly confusing at times.
0: Yeah. And so I don't quite know the. Okay, wait. So, what exactly can he do? What are his limits? Is he? Is his power everywhere? Is it? Does it get diluted the more of him there is? And I'm trying to avoid spoiling anything because I think if you go in not knowing anything other than okay, it's the next Chucky movie and it's in the 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 style of the last few, then it makes a lot of what happens really fun and surprising. Um, but yeah, there, there were certain uh, rules that I I wish had been established better because mm-hmm. they did kind of leave me saying like wait, but. Um, But at the same time, especially with the way the movie ends, you're like, okay, so where's the next one? I'm ready for the next one. Bring me the next one. So bring it. Um, And I'm happy that it seems to be getting, for the most part, from what I can see, really positive uh, response. Mm -hmm. Which makes me happy because it means we'll probably get more and we need more.
1: I hope so. They did a big press push for it, too. Good, good. Yeah, I mean, um, this
0: I guess is the second one to not come out in theaters. Mm-hmm. But when the last one came out, it was
1: still. I mean, the last one was it
0: two years ago, three years ago?
1: I think it was. It, pro- no, I don't think it was two years ago. I think it was three. Okay, I'd have to look. I don't have it up. Though it feels
0: like the most. And has, I
1: hated that one.
0: Which I didn't. I mean, I liked that last one. I didn't. I didn't love it. It was probably towards the bottom of my list, but I still enjoyed it a lot. It really
1: soured me for a hmm. while because we had been, I didn't see Bride and Seed until um, Curse was already out. Oh. So I, we watched them in a row. Okay. And I was like, what are, What are you doing? Well, it does, do yeah, because really- that one does
0: a weird thing where it sort of tries to find middle ground between mm-hmm. horror Chucky and um, self-aware comedy Chucky. Yes, And so it kind of plays like a not that great horror film with some laughs. Whereas this one pushed much further. It didn't go seed territory, which is completely bonkers and why I love it, but it went much closer to that. kind. I guess tonally probably closest to Bride, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Which could be why I liked it so yeah. much. That's, yeah. a, that's a sweet spot for me, yep. where it's irreverent and kind of bizarre and off the wall, but not, like, goofy. Yeah, it still took its characters
0: seriously. Yeah. And it took some of the relationships seriously. It... Um. Yeah, it 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 found that balance, which I think Bride actually does pretty well, also. Mm-hmm. And again, Seed is just bonkers, and it, it's campy. which it's fun. It's a yeah. lot
1: of fun, but yeah, it's it's definitely would like there are a few parts in it where I'm like, okay, then let's tone it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I would say if if anybody
0: decides to watch this, which you should, first of all, um, give it a couple of bucks because I think the one on Netflix doesn't is edited, and A is missing some. Gore, but more importantly, is missing the post-credits. post-credits, which, which is, really is right. Right. And and I can't get so
1: I like I am obviously the post credit sequence made me really excited. Okay. That's what I thought. I yeah. thought that you because that's the one I saw. Oh yeah, the post-credits sequence. I thought that you would just it, like it ended like the way that it ended. Right. And I said, I can't believe it's ending like this. Yep. 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 I I was like floored, and then the post credit sequence was what it was. Yep. And I was like, holy fuck, yep. shit! And that was the best. It happens and I'm like love about this franchise let's do it all at once yeah
0: yeah (laughs) um and after the post-credit sequence I'm like giddy and I look at Brandon and he and because he doesn't have as much familiarity with the series so he so I had to explain things to him and of course I'm like as I'm explaining things I'm getting really excited because I'm like so that means the next film is going to be this and this and this and this so yeah um, but people yep. give it, give it your money. Don't don't watch it on Netflix.
1: Rent it on like Google Play for five bucks, or buy the DVD. Like just do it, do it. Add it to your it's collection. It, it looks good. It's been it's been really reasonably priced yeah. at Best Buy. Yeah. And also the the set of all of them mm. that that the new set has um, uh, cult in it, and nice. that, that I think it's like forty bucks or forty five bucks. Yeah. So, I mean it's it's worth it. I think. Totally.
0: Yeah. Um. Er- yeah. Everybody should. Uh, Watch it and watch it the right way And also I would say if you're going to watch it um, Make sure you have seen um, Curse of Chucky Because It it
1: relies heavily
0: Very Um, much and even like we actually watched The ending of Curse of Chucky before like right before because we were like i can't remember exactly how it ends and then stuff in cult of chucky there's a lot of character callbacks and references to characters yep. where like i had to really like stop and be like wait that was oh the little girl right okay this is this, this so it is very much a sequel to that film mm-hmm. so that's just our warning but i recommend so
1: no good shout that's yeah. true yeah, yeah yeah don't think you can just jump in and nope, be like nope. oh <laughs> it might be confusing yeah. i mean it would be like jumping into soft Four without having seen the other one. Look, I saw the other one. <laughs> exactly. And I the trouble with saw four. <sighs> okay. What else have you been watching? Uh, to so to follow up, do you know that the only Child's Play movie I haven't seen is three? Oh, oh so wow. I, we watched three. Okay. I had a lot of trouble with the timeline.
0: Okay. Well, it does <laughs> because- a time jump. Because it came out, like, two years after two, it but came, it, set... it came
1: out, like, one year, yeah. one or two years after two, but it's set, like, But they've ten aged years. Andy
0: up eight years, yeah.
1: He's, he's like that, he's like a like a, a teen boy, like that boy well, is in things. And it was weird for me, because as a kid, one of the reasons that Child's
0: Play was so effective for me was Andy was my age. You're, Andy you're, is six you're, you're, in the first film, which is 1988, so... And then two years later, Andy is eight, and I'm eight. So it was always very close. And then when I'm 10 going to see um, Child's Play 3, it was a little bit like I've – Child's Play 3 to me was always my least favorite. yeah. And I think a big part of that is that I didn't have that connection anymore.
1: Hmm. Um. I had – it was a little it, – it was a little goofy, but yep. not intentionally goofy for me and Spots. Okay. Um. The – the like the carnival stuff at the end was awesome. The whole yeah, thing should have love been a carnival, um, but I liked it. It was. It was. I mean, I'm glad I finally watched it. I don't know why I just never did. I was convinced that I had seen it for a really long mm-hmm. time until I read the synopsis and was like, oh no, I've military
0: I've, school. I've not, yeah,
1: I've not seen that. It, yeah,
0: it's a it's a strange one. It's it's a very 90s movie yeah. in a way, it, just in that. And what I mean by that is that it doesn't fully have its own like personality
1: and style. Mm -mm. It's very generic feeling. Yeah. Until you get to the carnival, there's some cool stuff. Yeah. In and it's that section. Yeah, the director.
0: It's Jack Bender who went on to be a really successful, really good TV director. He did yeah, like I all of Lost's best episodes were directed by him. So it's an interest. And this was, I think, his his only film or one of his only films. So like, you can see things that he, that he knew how to do and things maybe he didn't. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably my least favorite of the franchise, but I don't think it's bad. I just think it's of them. No. It's the one I would watch the least.
1: I'm glad. I finally watched it mm-hmm. Now I'm a completist Yep definitely. Granted it doesn't really Contribute that much To like the The canon as a whole, whole No I mean in but... In uh
0: Not Seed In Cult You did have a picture Of him like Or like you saw That he graduated From Military Academy Yeah so I Which like I kind of said That was
1: what That's what did it I was like Yeah oh, We should We should probably Watch it It's yep. coming up So <laughs> Yeah so I'm glad I watched that okay. Um I took one of your Recommends <gasps> For this next one. Oh. Uh-oh. And I watched Death Spa. <gasps> and? It's, it's
0: a weird movie. It's so
1: crazy. I love it. Like, I knew it was going to be, I'd heard people talk about it before. Yeah. Like, I knew it was going to be weird, but I didn't know it was like it's that. really
0: weird. Because it's not just I that it's don't... really 80s. It's that it's like there's a ghost or not
1: or a twin. I still don't know what happened. I don't either. I watched the whole thing. I was in the house for it. It's like the the ghost of the dead wife who
0: comes back via the twin brother, but it has something to do with the technology of the death spa and I don't know, but it's really crazy and fun.
1: It is a lot of fun. Yep. It is I you know what? It was 80s. I wish it was oh, yeah. more 80s. And it's really
0: <laughs> 80s, but you're right. It could have could have
1: been more. Could have gone because further. Because we we have hit this period where some of that stuff doesn't track is, is is hyper 80s anymore because it's kind of you know circled back right, around and back and, yep yep and reintegrated itself mm-hmm. into our fashion and aesthetic so a couple of them was oh I like that dress yeah and you yeah. know you know there's a problem when, when you're back in that <laughs> part. so like I don't know I'm so glad I watched it yeah. though and the whole time so,
0: weren't you thinking boy do I want to see my husband dress like Ken Forey
1: Oh my god, he's so fun in it. I he wish he quit. was in it 900 times yep, more. Yep. And the cops are, not not so much the woman, but the dude oh cop is, they're so dude bumbling. The cop is so great, because
0: all he wants to do is food. It's Every so one funny. of his scenes is about, he's like the little brother in Teen Witch. Yeah. Only the little teen brother in Teen Witch grew up to be that cop. And he even <laughs> dies by food. It's so yep. great. His death scene was oh, strange. It's beautiful. I'm
1: so glad I watched it. So thank you good, for good, the good, 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 final push. I do what um, I can. You do. Um, I sometimes when you tell me Idris Elba's in a movie, it'll make me watch it. Fair. So I watched. Are you listening, the Reaping. James Bond producers? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the Reaping?
0: It's no. It's Hilary
1: Swank. No.
0: Wait. Have
1: it's I? Like, it's for the name yeah. is familiar. Yep, I thought I had seen it too I think I was confusing it with The Messengers Okay Also, so there's a movie that has Oh gosh, I think it has Kristen Stewart in it And then there's a movie that has um, Sandra Bullock in it And then there's this movie And I think that they're all the same movie
0: They're not I'm looking at the synopsis of this movie And it sounds I mean, this movie came out in 2007 But the synopsis sounds so 90s
1: and it feels 90s, nice. too. Oh, my gosh. The effects are awful. Oh, great.
0: Oh, that so cast is fantastic.
1: That cast is fantastic. That's what finally made me watch it. It is... It's it's compelling, but part of the reason why it's compelling is because it's so... It's so poorly constructed in some Ooh, ways. Okay. Um okay. But it's... I can't say that I hated it. It wasn't boring. So if you're okay. in the mood... There's some, there's some shit happening in this movie. I'm intrigued. It's a, one of those weird, like, why did they make this mm-hmm. kind of movie. Gotcha. Um, I went to the theater, <gasps> and I saw Blade Runner. What did you think? So, I'm the one. You found me. I don't like it. It wasn't good. I don't want to say mean things. Where do people... you stand on the original Blade Runner? Mm. I have no nostalgia for it, but sure. I can recognize that it's a good movie. Okay. And there are things in it that I like. Um, I mean, I'm sure you could probably think of one of the the main things that I like in that movie. Um, he's very handsome. And... In the original or the new one? <laughs> in the original. Oh, no, we're talking yeah. Rutger, right? Yeah. Okay. My okay. boyfriend, my forever yeah. boyfriend's in Oof. that. So there's fun things in the original. I think. Like, I but I'm not like. People are really serious about yes, that movie. Are. I don't know if you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I well, I do really travel serious. in the same circles you do online.
1: Um, so I went into it hoping for a good movie, mm-hmm. and it had not, nothing was there for me. People are being very defensive of this movie. I found it to be hollow and trite. I yeah. thought the writing was really poor. Okay. Um, it was beautiful. Of course it was beautiful. I won't ever take that away from sure. that movie. That dude's great. Um, Den- Dennis you, Villeneuve. Yeah, did you see Enemy? No, oh, I still you, haven't. I've only seen Arrival. Yeah. So he, he's real great. So, like, it was, I'm, it, my eyes liked it, but, like, I don't know. Just didn't feel I, much. I, no, like, Zach and I looked at each other after, and we were like, "How you had so long to make that movie, and yeah. that's the story you 35 decided years. To that's the story. But I mean, whatever. I kind of I kind of liked um, Gosling in it because he was like a robot. Okay. I mean, that's a strong suit. Yeah, true. <laughs> I I haven't seen it. I just Are you no... curious to?
0: I am, but I feel like I should go see it in a theater and I just have no desire to go it's... to a theater and see it.
1: So long.
0: Oh, oh that makes it double hard because then I'm never going to want to watch it at home.
1: It And fe- it felt, for me, I'm sure other people had a different experience, I felt every minute of it. Yeah. It's like the hours.
0: Yeah, the trailers did nothing for me. Yeah. Like, to where I felt like watching the trailers, I'm like, God, like, I don't think anybody's going to want it. like, it, they just felt so bland. Uh, but then mm-hmm. so many people we know have been
1: raving about it. People are calling it a masterpiece. Yeah. I don't know what that means to you. Okay. If you call it that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like that to me it's not I, like no 100% no okay, that very pretty girl is in it though <laughs> Um what I know her from a weird Keanu Reeves movie where they were aliens or maybe angels I can't think of her name I'm looking it up I is not know lake house know. <laughs> Anna <laughs> D Armas uh, I don't know what that is She's the prettiest lady in the world And I wish that she was the whole movie Oh, It made me sad that she wasn't I'm sorry Oh, she was in War Dogs, you didn't see that either I did either. not, no, because you hated God. it so much <laughs> Thank God you didn't <laughs> um, So if you ever see it, I would be very curious yeah. Because maybe it would be like, this is a masterpiece Okay I don't know, maybe yeah.
0: <laughs> If I find
1: nine hours of my life to go to a theater and see it I will do so and let you know Right we made the mistake of going to one that wasn't near the house, so oh, wait. I didn't. I didn't get home until like ten o'clock on a Sunday, and oh. I was pissed.
0: Yeah, that's that's like, all. This, is,
1: this was my Sunday.
0: Nope, not cool. Not
1: cool. <laughs> not 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 into it. Um, I followed that up with a masterpiece, which would be the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's not. I don't like this movie. <laughs> you don't like it at all. I actually like it a bit. So I like it. So this is I'll. Juxtapose it with another movie that we watched almost right after. So I had never seen the Friday the 13th r- remake, quote unquote, uh-huh. all the way through. Okay. So we watched these in very close succession. Okay. Um, Texas Chainsaw is something that I will say I enjoyed watching more, but it's only because of Jessica Beale. Okay. And. Friday the 13th feels like a real movie like it has rising and falling action and like a plot and different sets and they do things and it moves forward and characters say things but Texas Chainsaw doesn't feel like a movie it feels like it never starts
0: Huh. see in, in fairness it's been a very long time since I sat down and watched the Texas Chainsaw remake but I when I watched it the first time and probably one more time after that I really like it I think it it does not hold a candle to the original but oh, nothing 40. does yeah. um but i like i kind of like the way he remade it where it's kind of okay we can't be the original so let's make it for today's audience let's make it gory let's make it this cool. yeah for and i sure. think it There's does some good, uh, yeah, good and I, shit too. I think it does some really good things like i think it makes the teenagers uh, pretty likable which it, the funny part is that i think the original they're not that likable which is fine but in this one like it has a it kind of establishes relationships and so when characters die i do feel bad and it has that great surprise um hitchhiker scene in the beginning which i think is really effective yeah, um, i agree yeah
1: i i like the remake i hate the friday the 13th remake so i i like okay so Jessica Biel is great and I think she's really great and yeah I think she's very good in that I I agree because she and she's also written and maybe it's her maybe it's direction maybe Mm -hmm. it's the writing maybe it's all three but she's written very like sassy and almost like she'll say the thing that you want her to say like what are you doing or what like she's very much She's a very modern final girl, and even she's, though it's, yeah. it
0: is set in the 70s, which I don't think they had to do, uh, she feels like the kind of, um, you know, you grow up watching these movies, and you are so often annoyed with the final girl's choices yeah. and screaming and everything else, and she's not that. She really yeah. looks the part and brings something to the part of, I'm rooting for her because she knows her shit.
1: Mm-hmm. She's very present yep. and very yeah, um, which is good, and I liked it. But like I said, it never for me, it never starts. I spent the whole movie waiting for it to like crescendo. Okay, like it's It, fair. it ugh, f- frustrated me. So Friday the 13th, I feel like it's structured better, but it is so awful. Yeah. And it, uh, and, oh. and you would think the movie about the guy who pulls people's faces off and chainsaws them to death would be more mean-spirited than Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is a nasty, mean, mean, gross movie. And The way they kill Willa Ford in that movie is fucking disgraceful. Willa Ford gets the the, the machete or the knife in her head, the top of her head. Yeah, fucking disgraceful. I was so angry that the way they chose to handle women in that movie... It's been, again,
0: that's one that I saw in the theater, and that was one of my biggest letdowns. Because, like, the Friday the 13th series, I was excited when they said they are gonna remaking it. I'm like, you know what? Fine. You can remake that, I think, well, because you yes, the aren't movies you aren't right? that good. And I'm sorry. This is true. None of the Friday the 13th movies are that good. You can say four <laughs> is okay. Favorite. You can say six is pretty good. But they're not good, good movies. And so to remake one, okay, great. You know it works. You know Jason works. You know... Like, Camp Crystal Lake works Like, you know all the things that people love about the movies mm-hmm. And this movie sort of takes them And then they're like, yeah, but we're just going to poop on all of those things As we make this movie And everything it tries to do different Like, here and there, you're like Oh, they're going to have two final girls That's different Oh, no, they're not Oh, they're going to um, You know, they, oh, there's an Asian character and a black character Who are, like, kind of the most interesting characters in the movie
1: Oh, they're, they're... going to die in a He's... row yeah easily the most interesting characters in yeah. the movie i remember getting um, really
0: hopeful cuz i'm like i think aaron Yu is going to like be a big part of this movie cuz he's really funny in it and as soon as i started thinking that he dies and yep. so it like it wants to like you know do something new with jason and it does but everything it does new doesn't make any sense and he's stupid mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> like why is jason uh, keeping a girl in his lair it makes no sense and then it doesn't, doesn't make do any anything sense. with it so what was even the point of it
1: yeah. yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So Supernatural is in it. He's the main dude. Mm-hmm. Not not the other one, the other one. Yeah, the not <laughs> the one that was in House of Wax, the other one or Vice no, Versa. No, exactly. Isn't he also in the My Bloody Valentine remake? No, no, no. He... I'm sorry. I have it reversed. The House of Wax Supernatural
0: brother is the one in Friday the 13th. The Bloody Valentine one who was on bear oh who's used to be on days of our lives is the other Supernatural brother. So, yeah they split it. I heavier.
1: just saw them both supernatural and I right, expect right. every supernatural to just brothers get on. one did my bloody
0: valentine which is yeah. a great remake and the other did the Friday the 13th which is a terrible one.
1: So um I was happy to see him there were familiar faces in it. Sure. And I was excited about that because I don't think I picked up I don't I guess I didn't know who they were or didn't really realize right. when I saw it the first time or parts of it. Um but I was excited to see people and then it was just Yes. I'm glad I watched it Because now I have articulate it's reasons It's funny because I've debated it.
0: watching it again Because I really haven't revisited really all you it can since ask for. then But I'm not doing that
1: Um. So I have Saw 4 and 5 on here Of course you we'll do talk about. Um, My Recommend and then only two more Have you watched Gerald's Game yet? I have yes I Did you talk about it last week? No
0: no, no. I just watched it just Uh, watched over the weekend it. I think Yeah
1: um, I liked it a lot. Me too more than I expected to. Have you had you read the book or no? Um, I read parts of it and then my mom took it away from me and said you are not allowed to read this. <laughs> That's funny. Because is there something with a penis in that book? Well, considering the nature of I've never read the book, but considering the nature of the okay. story, I
0: would assume there'd be a lot of penises.
1: Listeners. Because my mom and I were reading it at the same time, and then she finished it and she said, "No, you're done," (laughs) which is weird because she never did stuff. How old were you at the time? Um, it was right when it came. Yeah, that was like ninety three
0: or so, maybe. So I was
1: I I I almost said I was eleven, so that checks. I was probably like eleven or twelve. I think that was I I went through a phase where I was reading them all, and I actually used to do book reports on them. (laughs) Yeah. Which is weird but like I was reading that one and she she told she took it away and she wouldn't tell me but I remember I think I remember her saying something about somebody getting his dick cut off and put in his mouth but that that obviously wasn't in the movie
0: well, it's not in the movie but like oh no, but you know what they do when they I don't want to spoil anything but hmm. when they get to that there is third implied, act, right yeah there is talk about some necrophilia where maybe something like that could have come up so maybe Plus your that would actually, have had to explain to you what necrophilia is
1: so so maybe that's what happens in the book i don't i don't know but like i didn't read the book you know how sometimes stephen king can do things i, do. I was very trusting of mike flanagan me too. but it was and i went into it with a lot of doubt i went into it like hmm you mm-hmm. have to prove to me that you're good and <laughs> I, I ended up crying
0: at the end i loved yeah. it yeah i really liked it um I think any of the problems it had, I think, are from the source material. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just based on, oh, this is where we're going now? Oh, okay. This (laughs) is what this movie is? Oh, I that. Uh, But, I mean, from my understanding, that's the book. So you can only change so much when doing an adaptation like that. Um, But, yeah, no, I thought it was probably the best movie you could make out of a story like that. Uh, Very articulately we, put. Yeah. Yep. And Carla Gugino is fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. She's so good. Yeah. And I thought they were going to, I don't want to spoil too much because it's still out and people like probably haven't seen it yet. I thought they were going to do like a dipsy doodle at the end. If okay. you know what I mean. And like, I, I want, I want to tell you what I want to <laughs> say, but I'm not going to, but like, I thought they were going to pull a descent on me <laughs> basically. Oh, me too. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, I was and I didn't I didn't actually think that I was like completely in mm. and Zach said that and I st- I burst into tears
0: yeah I could see that I
1: said don't say that that's
0: not what's gonna happen yeah that I did not want that at that time
1: so I was very emotionally invested more so than I realized sure. I think um because the thought of, of of anything more horrible befalling this person yeah um, made me very upset I can see that yeah no, it, it's a so, recommend, definitely, for people out oh, there. Oh, for sure. Everyone should see it. should see it. It's great. Yep. Um, and then my final one. Oh, I have two more. Damn it, I'll talk fast. Have you ever watched What Lies Beneath? If you haven't, it's way better than I expected. You don't know. I, I know of it. I know much about it. I know the,
0: and not the twist, like the, tw- I know I guess what's the twist, but it's because every time people talk about that movie or talk about Harrison Ford, they talk about him in that yeah. movie. Uh, but I have never actually sat down and watched it.
1: It was really, really good, and I liked it a lot. Interesting. That's that's my, my review. Okay. Someone post that online. It's gold. Um, <laughs> it's twisty, and but I kind of expected pretty much everything. Sure. It does a lot of misdirects, so you're not really sure what twist it's going to go with. Okay. Um, which is interesting. It's a Zemeckis movie, and it's it's filmed so beautifully. It's so beautiful mm-hmm. and so well shot. Nice. I loved it. Um, I was so surprised. I can't I can't believe it took me this long to watch it. And then finally, Diary of the Dead.
0: Oh, yes, that's right. You mentioned this. Um, uh-huh. So tell me, in two thousand and seventeen, how does Diary of the Dead hold up?
1: So it's actually really sad because he did it again. He was he was way far ahead, of yeah, certain issues and things, which is really interesting. Yeah. But the quality of the movie, completely ruins yeah. anything like that yeah it's in like the the the, the technology doesn't make sense No, nope. like it didn't make sense then but it makes even less sense yeah now. and it's it still
0: if memory serves like it's really beholden to found footage so it's like security camera here yep. and and it makes it really hard to actually watch anything <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's, it's not pleasant to watch.
1: Exactly. it's It, it feels very forced. Yeah. Everything feels forced. So I and don't know. If you, oh, the narration. So that, this is what I was about to say. So I don't know if you, you don't watch Orphan Black. I don't I think. don't
0: know. My mom loves it, but I haven't watched
1: So it. I can't say her name right. Tatiana. So the main lady in the second week Orphan Black's come up. So she's in it. I had no memory of that. Is she's she,
0: crazy, right? Who, who she's one of the like kids in the um yep.
1: Huh. Let's let's call her the one that dies first Aww. because she is. So you have this and she's good in it too. She's yeah. in it for like 65 seconds but she's good in it and then you have and i don't want to speak ill of an actress but this other actress who doesn't seem as good who commands the majority oh, of god the the film.
0: Na- I, you know what i would all i remember performance wise about that one i remember hating the narrator so much and i remember liking the blonde like thinking like oh she like actually kind of brings something and yeah. i think it may have also just been because that lead is so wooden that it just she makes is. everybody around her look better
1: and i'm sure she's a wonderful person yeah. come over we'll get coffee but like <laughs> in that movie it just she's she's very hard to to watch yeah. and get on board yeah, with and she's so much of it because she's the person that the camera's on a lot yeah. but she's also the narrator and it, again, have you seen the bay yes yeah which i love the bay
0: and i think the love bay it. kind of and again we're t- like it really is true like romero again does something and then it becomes like a lot of people do it and in this case, unfortunately, a lot of other people did it better. And the yeah. May does something very similar, where it's also ultimately this one woman kind of narrating and putting everything together, only she's really kind of charming and interesting. Mm-hmm. And I like, like listening to her, and I don't in Diary.
1: No, so I got more out of it than I think Zach did. Zach had never seen it. I think this is the third time I've seen it, but the first time in a real long time. Yeah. Um. He hated it. He did not. Yeah. He wanted to shut it off. He, he was like moving around. But I got I I got some things out of it. Um. Some things are interesting. Some concepts are cool. Sure. But, but, (laughs) I don't know. I I I was gonna be bold and be like, all right survival is next but i don't think
0: I can. oh boy yeah i don't know that i can ever go back to survival because that one hurt me hard
1: oh it's so bad yeah and again maybe maybe i'll give it like the 10
0: year test again like in 10 (laughs) years from today i'll go back to it maybe it'll age better who knows good luck yeah all right so that's yours that's me all right so i wasn't doing the october 31 challenge but like i'm looking at the movies i watched and thinking like (laughs) By the yeah, end of the I month, I it. yeah, I totally may end up with thirty-one or more horror movies that I watched. Um, okay, so I'll run through them. We watched last night on HBO Go, "Lights Out."
1: Okay, so I saw it in the theater because I had Movie Pass at the time and mm-hmm. saw everything. What did you think?
0: Um, I would probably best describe it as Babadook light. That's fair. Yeah, I. It was okay. It was fine. It was better acted than a lot of horror movies. I mean, it has Maria Bello in it. Like, it's it's a well made movie. Um, it looked good. A lot of the visual choices I liked. The concept was good. Um, and is a nice like. Okay, we're gonna make basically a horror movie about depression, and you know you you can do that. Many movies do. It, there, but I was never scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have, like, kind of twitched once at a jump scare, but I, I don't know what it was about this movie. I, I never really crossed over for me. It was kind of like, oh, it ended, I looked at Brandon, and I'm like, that was all right. And he was like, yeah, that was all right.
1: So yeah. that's my review. It was all right. I thought there were some creepy parts, but mm-hmm. overall, like, it wasn't... Yeah, and it, I I don't know it it what it could have done better.
0: Like, I don't know if it was... If it needed to be bigger or if it need or what but it just felt very small but not and you can make a small intimate horror Mm -hmm. movie i mean the babadook does that where the body count is i think might actually is very low i'll just say that much
2: um
0: but it, it it's really good and lights out just was okay i guess yeah um and I was curious because I loved Annabelle creation. It's the same director, so I was like, "Okay, let me see Lights Out, the movie that got him the job." It was like, "Oh, okay, I guess that's yeah, okay." <laughs> so that's it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Um, I watched a lot of not okay movies on Amazon Prime. Ooh. Okay. Um, starting with uh, a new movie on there called Prom Ride. You can keep your prom I'm sorry. nights, Christine. I'm taking a prom ride.
1: Prom ride? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not even a thing. No, it is. Because
0: the whole movie is set, not the whole movie, but much of the movie is set inside their, like, prom limo. So it's a bunch of teenagers. Stop me Why if you heard this. Why did they call it, like, limo? Well, <laughs> Because it's actually, like, a Hummer limo. So that could have also infringed on, like, trademarks they and They could
1: have called stuff. it Hummer limo.
0: <laughs> Hummer limo prom night
1: i don't um, know Broadway just seems crazy to me this was kind of like
0: okay this isn't a good movie by any means it is about teenagers in 2017 so they're all awful i hate everyone i want them all to die pretty much uh but it <laughs> what i said to because brandon kept walking by as i'm watching this and he would just look at me and like roll his eyes and then i had to say to him you know this wasn't the worst movie i've seen which i always kind of Defend a lot of movies I watch with this isn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but then I had to yep. say to him on this one, I'm like, This isn't even the worst movie I've seen today. Um, because as bad as so prom ride again, teenagers in the uh, force to do terrible things to each other, it's kind of like Saw set in a prom limo, I guess, in a way. Um, and there's also like a dance sequence. In How does that
1: work? Though?
0: Okay, so the um the car like locks on them and then the seatbelts lock on the, lock them in place. So it's like a souped up saw like prom limo Hummer. And there's somebody mm-hmm. that's like making them do things like you kiss her and you two dance now, and by the way, she's cheating on you with him, and so on. Um The funniest thing about this movie is that I I guess the director like felt he needed to do something different or do something very trendy. So a lot of the scenes are like framed as if they're found footage. <laughs> and by that, I mean like you're watching a scene and then over it is like a battery in the corner and a timestamp on the other side as if it was a camera, but it's so clearly somebody graphic designing a camera over the, over the um, video. Mm-hmm. Um, And it also doesn't make any sense to do it because the movie isn't found footage. Like there's, they throw found footage parts in there, like security cameras and this, but it's not like it's not told that way, and they don't need to do it that way. So it makes no sense. Completely
1: unnecessary.
0: It's completely unnecessary. This isn't a good movie by any means, but it was. (laughs) But the name—it sounds so good. (laughs) The name itself, um, and it did have a dance sequence at the beginning. Uh, However, it was better than cardiac arrest, another movie I watched. This weekend on Amazon Prime.
2: Oh man! Cardiac
0: Arrest um, is from 1980. Uh, it uh, co-stars a very young Fred Ward, who it doesn't really co-star at all. He's just he's in it for all of like five minutes, but his name is top billed because he's the only person that did anything else in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's somebody killing people in San Francisco, and they're stealing their hearts, and uh, it's because there's a black market for hearts. Um, this is just it's really not good uh it's and this is what i love about amazon prime they have no um shame with putting movies on there so you can have movies that look like they're shot uh you know like by a kitten holding a camera which is kind Mm -hmm. of this one um it's it's really not good I, i i shouldn't have watched it but i did and that's what i do uh another one that's also really not good um from 1991 i think uh this is a trauma anthology <laughs> i never said i had good taste uh, what is this where evil lives claude Akins' last film he plays the storyteller um three stories one is about ghosts one's about vampires one's about a witch um it's it's trauma produced, but I have a feeling that it's like a trauma acquisition, not a trauma product, because if it is, it's like the tamest trauma film I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it's This is just, again, it's boring. It's poorly produced. It's just not good. Don't watch it. Um, don't be me. You're better than that. You, you've made some interesting choices. I have, you know? And again, like, this is where I kind of got to with, oh, I guess I might as well just keep watching horror movies while they're right in front of me on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. The next one is also on Amazon Prime. Uh, 1982's Incubus with John Cassavetes. Okay. Um, I don't know if I know what this says. Uh, I had heard of this one, but never seen it. I, I don't, it's the guy who directed The Watcher in the Woods. So it's, okay. you know, it's, what's interesting about this one is it, it's like that, right when like the 70s, Um, like I'm trying to think of like the Sentinel or um, like some of the other sort of supernatural kind of dark kind of sexy horror films of the 70s. This feels Mm -hmm. like leftovers after that where it's because the whole concept is in this small town. There is a um, incubus going around raping women. Um, So it's like pretty seedy, but the movie itself doesn't, fully embrace the seediness but there's weird things going on uh Mm -hmm. again it's not very good this is a movie i think it's about 100 minutes but it feels like it's three hours it drags and it goes in every direction there's no central character everybody's kind there's nobody to root for i guess you're supposed to root for john cassavetes but he seems so miserable to be in this movie the whole time that it's hard to um i it's it's one of those, it's easy to, like, watch a lot of movies from the same era. Like, if you're on Netflix watching horror movies, you're probably watching a whole bunch of movies made in from 2010 onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was kind of like, oh, let me watch something older. Let me watch something different. It hit that spot, I guess, but it's not particularly good.
1: Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. It sounded so promising. I'm sorry. Um, you might enjoy it
0: in a weird way. I think you might get something out of it
1: oh thank you yeah I, I try
0: uh all right i watched the documentary also on amazon prime called about pet cemetery called Unearthed. i haven't watched it yet it's um it's good it's not great it doesn't go the most interesting thing to me was kind of like hearing people in this small town in maine talk about it uh because mm-hmm. the idea of like oh we were a small town and they, this big budget hollywood movie came that's kind of cool um I think as much as I really like Pet Cemetery, it's a movie that's grown on me a lot. And it, as a kid, it really terrified me because I was way too young to see it. Um, it, I, I don't know that it really... Ha- and I could be... Comp- obviously, I'm wrong about this because they made a documentary about it. I have never heard anybody talk about Pet Cemetery in like an earth-changing way. And the movie kind of presents it as like, oh yeah, this this was like the Nightmare on Elm Street of its time. And I, I, I don't... I, So it was, I never got that. Um, Yeah, it's um, good light viewing, I guess, is what I'd say.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I definitely want to take a look at it. Um, John, who was heavily involved in it, I don't know, directed it or was the driving force behind it. I am friends with him on Facebook because of the magazine, but he's also from my hometown, which is weird. Um, And they're doing an It one right now. Interesting. So wait for that okay cool, cool. yeah
0: um yeah it, it, it's it's interesting i think if you have any affection for pet cemetery definitely check it out you'll get something yeah. out of it um all right then a few on netflix so i watched uh tales of halloween which is an anthology mm-hmm. um this it has a lot of exciting people attached to it in different ways um darren lynn Bowsman does a segment mm-hmm. neil marshall does a segment. Um, Uh, what's his name the other that's his name lucky McGee. like it's it's a good roster of directors um like any anthology it's very hit or miss uh felt very much to me like a poor man's trick or treat
1: Mm -hmm. because what is the first segment is it about kids babysitting and maybe intestines yes shut it off i couldn't watch it
0: you couldn't yeah i I Um, thought it was bad I think if you didn't like the first segment I don't think there's much there for you Uh, Not every segment Is like that but yeah There was like two segments in a row where There's like a babysitter slash Big sister character who's like Wearing nothing and is blonde And it just felt very like oh This is what I'm getting Um, Mm -hmm. It doesn't it's not VHS Levels of like misogynistic And everything else uh, But there's there, there was no no segment that, like, I walked away to say, like, oh, at least watch this one segment. And they were all ranged between, like, ugh to, eh. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't love it. Um, mm-hmm. it. I think it scratches an itch if you're looking for something very Halloween-centric and you've watched Trick or Treat and Halloween 3 too many times and want something else. Mm-hmm. Sure, throw this on. It won't hurt you. Um, a lot of people show up. Mick Garish shows up in a small role. So, for that alone, you should watch. Oh, it. That's yeah. very exciting. I think he's wearing a costume, though. So, like, I wasn't sure if it was him. I'm like, is that Mick Harris? And then I looked up. I'm like, oh, that totally is McGarris. Joe Dante, like, everybody.
1: Oh, interesting. It kind
0: of feels like that whole crowd somehow ended up in this movie, but I don't know that anybody knew what they were doing. It's like, hey, can you, like, just um read this line for me? Yeah, sure. What's this for? Oh, I'll tell you later. That's kind of <laughs> what the end product <laughs> um also on netflix that i watch because everybody was talking about and i keep finding myself in this place of i want to watch all these really divisive movies in order to figure out if i love it or hate it because everybody seems to love it or hate it and then i end up like with mother ending up right in the middle and that was the case with the babysitter also on netflix
1: <sighs> Try, if i look it up i might know the cover it's of it it's which right oh there. wait They've been pushing that so hard. Yeah. It's one of those Netflix originals and everybody
0: in on Facebook has been watching it.
1: Um,
0: I, this was fine. At times I hated it. And then I found myself like, I watched the first half before work. And then as I was getting like walking home from work to the bus, I was like, Oh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how this ends kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So it's again, it's fine. Um, it does some surprising things. I thought most of the humor was, was not my style and was kinda dumb, but like not in a cute way. Uh, but there were things I liked about it and it felt fresh enough to where I hadn't seen a movie quite like that in a while. So
1: mild recommend, I guess. Okay. I might I, I it's I, I've been intrigued so yeah, i I say that.
0: You might hate it or you might find it really enjoyable. I really don't know. Um, I don't know like what the um, The like temperature test For it would be as far as like You know oh if you liked this you might like this like I, I don't quite know Because it was it's a very specific It's I mean it's a horror comedy I think Is what I would classify it as But I can't quite Put a handle on like what the comedy Was and what the most the best comparison Is mm-hmm. there were things about it Because it was losing me for a while and I was I was going to finish it but I was kind of Rolling my eyes at a lot of it and then there was, like, one little segment that kind of, or one character that I'm like, oh, I like kind of like what they did with this guy. They've made him pretty funny. Okay, this has gotten me back on its side. So up and down, but, eh, whatever. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then two more. Okay. Um, one, again, on Netflix. Everybody's been watching it and talking about it. And this is the French or Belgian, maybe, film Raw.
1: Yeah, I ha- haven't watched that I dug it either. a lot. I dug it. I think y'all dig it. Wait, the, you said it was you said it was streaming? It is streaming on Netflix, yeah. It's on, it's on Netflix. Yep. I don't know why I didn't know that. It's I haven't a, seen it's, it. It's
0: it's not long. It's probably about 90-100 minutes and it's um it, I th- you can break if again, I'm giving advice as if I'm watching it. You can break I broke it up and it was didn't hurt it, I don't think. It is a, a very odd tone and I think I thought it was going to be darker, but it's it's funny, but it's um it, I don't I don't <sighs> It's an interesting style, I'll say. Mm -hmm. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I liked the lead um, actress a lot. Uh, I now, I also can't imagine, I wonder if some of what happens in it is because it's French or because um, vet school apparently is awful. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I I recommend.
1: Hmm, Okay. Sometimes I feel like Netflix keeps things from me. It's
0: strange how your algorithm does not seem to... uh,
1: Always bring up the same things. Pretty strange. I don't. I don't think it knows me very no, well.
0: It the last thing I watched was not a horror movie, and this was Carol. Todd Haynes's Carol. <gasps> did you
1: love it it's so really much? Good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I did. Not my. I mean, I think Safe is still my favorite. Todd Haynes, um, but this is really good. And I and anybody who knows me knows I hate Rooney Mara so much. She's really fucking She's good. So in this good. Movie. In it. Yeah, and yep. I mean, Kate Blanchett in this movie is also my god she's i mean she's cate blanchett she's always great but she is we, so good see we
1: all knew that yes but then for me the rooney mara thing was really surprising of how like i forgot it was her
0: yeah yeah because i really i don't like her every time i hear her speak uh as a human being i really just want to just i, do, I just don't like her much um but fuck it she was really good in this movie yep so, yeah, those uh, those were my movies. So I'm going to get to this October 31 thing. I think so. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Let's you're doing see. it. All right. But in the meantime, let's uh, take a quick break and come back and talk about the thing that you guys all really want to hear us talk about, which is... That's why you're here. Saw 4 and 5.
2: I thought love was only true and fair. Someone else, but not for me Our love was out to get me now That's the way it seemed Disappointment haunted all my dreams and Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer I a trace A doubt in my mind Believe her, I couldn't
0: leave her if I, tried. I thought love was more or less a given Okay, to so you. in 2007. Not the, 10 years ago, Christine, 10 years ago. It feels like just yesterday.: <laughs> Doesn't it? Soft four. came a uh, jingling to the movie theaters, also directed by Darren Lynn Bausman, uh, who had directed the last the previous two uh this is soft four and we're also going to talk about soft five uh as we did on the last episode we'll try to refrain from spoiling anything that comes after it um but we are going to talk in detail about about both four and five so those are going to bleed into each other and we're going to spoil them as much as we want to so christine um give us a little background what's soft four about look that's a really good question
1: um i'm starting (laughs) i'm starting to get confused that's fair yeah
0: this is where things get messy
1: i one two and three i feel good about i feel like i remember them Mm -hmm. but because they're eating each other and that every every one is now so backwards looking things from three get introduced in a different movie and like you're like oh wait i get confused so the way i remember four is four is the one where lieutenant rig gets to do stuff yes so Lieutenant Rig, for those of you who might not know, and you should, um, he's he's in the second one. He is yeah. in the second he's one. That's in when the first second appears. One, and he's awesome and fun. He's the hot black dude in mm-hmm. the second one. And is he in the third one? I think briefly. Yeah, I briefly think the in the third one. That feels right. So then it turns into like because he's like the only one left because legit everyone else yep. is dead. It's like hey, now let's center on him, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the tagline for this movie is It's a Trap. So, literally, <laughs> nothing helps you know what this movie's about. Um, the IMDb plot is despite Jigsaw's death, and in order to save the lives of two of his colleagues. So, two of his colleagues would be, spoiler, Donnie Wahlberg, who is alive, mm-hmm. and um, Costas Mandalore, right? Yes. Okay. I get kind of confused in this one. Oh
0: no, um, you're you're fair too. This also takes place at the same time as part three. That is fucking confusing. Yeah. Also, doesn't make sense. No, and the problem too. It would be okay if I think if it did, except it opens with Jigsaw's autopsy, which means it opens so after it's part so three. Confusing, but Emily. then they don't really establish that we're actually going back a few days to early part three. So. It's, it's, it doesn't, it didn't have to take place the same time as part three. The only reason it does is really so that you get an ending where a character from three shows up yes. at, at Which a very I opportune time. I guess, if you're into that. Like, I guess, but it ends up, I had for, I'd completely forgotten that, and if anything, I should have said, like, When we were plotting these episodes, it should have been, let's do one and two, and then let's do three and four together. Because technically, this is the the double bill
1: that makes more sense. Except it doesn't, because this one gets really confusing. It gets really confusing. Something sometimes in my brain breaks, and I can't get over a thing. I'm sure we've talked about it. (laughs) I could not get over the fact that the beginning was in the future.
0: Yeah. Because they don't I, establish that well.
1: Even when I realized it, I still couldn't handle At it. At a like, certain it,
0: point in the movie, I stopped because I'm like, wait a minute. But he listened mm-hmm. to the tape, so this can't be. And then it was, oh, no, 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 that just didn't, hap- that didn't happen yet.
1: But the movie doesn't tell you it didn't happen yet. Which which I guess is fine. But I feel like maybe a few more context clues would have been helpful. Like maybe he has a different haircut. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> something. there's one thing where... Um,
0: they do uh, when one of the cops walks in and tells I can't remember who he tells, but he says another doctor has gone missing. So you're like, yes. so that should be your clue to say, oh, 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 that's Doctor Lynn. That's part three. We're in part three right now.
1: <sighs> <laughs> a, a big, uh, I I got confused. Yeah. What I will what I will say is the thing that I remember vividly is I also I watched this the next night. I watched. Five and I had to pause and have Zach explain to me how this one ended. I promise you, I watched it and I forgot how it ended because it ends
0: really stupidly. It ends.
1: I hate
0: how I'm gonna say I earlier had said when we were going through this like last time. I said you know four used to be one of the ones I really liked, and I still think it it does one thing right, which is it has a likable protagonist, but it treats that protagonist so fucking shitty that this one I did not care for this time around.
1: hmm What my problem, I think, with the end is is this movie feels very decompressed. And, and then the end, 18 things happen in two minutes. <sighs> yeah. And it's like, wait a second, I just fucking sat here and stewed in my own juices for, like, an hour and a half, yeah. and, like, everything that happens in this movie happens in the last two minutes. What... Yeah. And so I forgot it all. I don't know. My well, brain... He, that's
0: a, that's a very good point. Because you get... So, um... Rig is put through
1: a whole bunch of Saw tests. So he has to become Saw. Basically. Like, and is he trying to, like... Is the goal to, like, um... Oh, like, frame him? God, I don't...
0: know. I think the goal of this one... And this is also what makes me really annoyed by the end of this movie. Is I think it's the... You know, we talk about how, like, oh, Jigsaw's motives are kind of, you know, he says he doesn't kill anybody, but of course he does, all this. Mm -hmm. And in this one, his, like, you I will say, you see his logic a little bit because of the flashbacks. So we get flashbacks to jigsaw when he was john kramer and he was
1: married and he was all and his wife was gonna have a baby oh my god is this when he pulls out the the puppet doll and it makes no sense this, as to why anyone would ever right? think, like oh my god this one's all about like filling in
0: blanks that none of us really like nobody cared. Anybody cared where the billy doll came
1: from but like this one it's
0: like oh that's where billy came from wait a minute John Kramer made this doll for his unborn
1: child. Who the fuck would give that to a baby? It's pointy, look, it's made of wood. And it's like slightly different so you're like, "Oh, this is the less creepy version but of it." It's no, not. it's still fucking creepy.
0: Yeah, it makes it
1: more creepy in a sense. But so I guess the,
0: the moral of, like, all of his flashbacks is that his wife was a doctor at, like, a free clinic where she would deal with, with you know, drug users and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was constantly saying to her, like, take care of yourself. You're taking care of other people. And sure enough, she takes care of other people and ends up having a miscarriage and a really terrible accident.
1: So m- motherfucker's super concerned about his wife. Got it. Great. Why are you sitting in the car doing Sudoku while she's closing <laughs> up by herself? Go in there. I actually
0: like that he does Sudoku because it kind of makes sense for him.
1: I don't know what he was doing, but it he was like, like chilling in his car. Yeah, like it's not like she was closing down the Hagen stand. Like you were concerned yeah, about yeah. her. Like, there's safety.
0: dealers regularly going in and
1: out. Like earlier that right, day, he was right there. with was there?
0: Yeah. I don't so know. I guess weird. the point is what he sees with Rig is that Rig is somebody who cares uh, who is selfish with his selflessness. He yes. gives all of his attention to helping those in need, to you know, he just wants to save everybody, but as a result, he is neglecting himself and his wife. And here's mm-hmm. the big thing is that apparently originally when this movie was going to get made and the script was written, um, he is not trying to save Donnie Wahlberg, he is trying to save his wife. That Jigsaw I has kidnapped his wife. I'm
1: so glad it wasn't his wife. Yeah. I was so happy that his wife was like not involved. Just not there, yeah. Because
0: I didn't on one hand, yes, because uh, there is no reason to put this innocent woman in harm's he way. Rick bullshit. didn't do anything wrong. And Rick didn't do anything wrong either. On the other hand, it makes the whole story and his whole motivation so weird because it's okay well now you have to do you know in order to save your friends and co-workers which fuck you jigsaw that's admirable like if i was being held captive somewhere i would be very i like i want my coworkers to save me right and they're not even cops um so the whole test i think on one hand like uh is less you're invested in it less but on the mm-hmm. other, because, sure, at least if he was trying to save his wife, then you'd, you know, really be with him. But at the same
1: time, it's bullshit, because he's just doing his fucking job. And yeah. Jigsaw's giving him shit for it. I think I said that a hundred times. Like, he's yeah. doing his job. Like, this was his job. <laughs> what is your problem? Yeah. So, yeah, a hundred percent. But, like, I did, didn't mind his, like, so I like, so there is an appeal to me of this, of of saw traps when they are something you can get out of or something you can avoid i i do like that and there is an appeal to that kind of play on words or that like like if you would just listen to right, him he right, literally right. told you like in 2 which is the prime example exactly he, he told you what to do there's aspects of that in this one that i was like oh okay the thing i like they're doing it again also there's that in 5 as well
0: yes five very much in
1: 5 entirely that yeah, um, every word matters in fights. <laughs> um, but so, like, some of the like, it, but it wasn't all about Rig going through saw traps or putting other people through saw traps. It was about other things too, boring things yeah. that I didn't care about. <laughs> well,
0: so we get the we get Jigsaw's flashback of establishing his marriage, and yeah. then we also get Costas Mandalore's flashback and establishing how he wait. Am I wrong? No, that's in part five. I think that's in five. I got the messed up. Yeah.
1: Oh, um,
0: how could you? How could God, you what confuse else is going the on two? in this one? Then <laughs> I guess um, it's just a. You know what it is? It's a lot of jigsaw flashbacks of his his lawyer of uh, his property of stuff that isn't. It, it's giving you a lot of um, information that you think you're going to need later on in the series. Some of mm-hmm. it you kind of do, but you don't need it. In that manner. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah. And then we get, we also get, like, a lot of characters, and again, because we've lost all of the characters so far, so you get a lot of characters thrown at you, and it's unclear what you're supposed to make of them right so you get now you have Costas Mandalore has a bigger part but then he's and actually one thing I did like that they did which I'd forgotten is that they open it where they they're setting it up where you're like oh he's got to be the apprentice because just because of all these clues you're like oh it makes sense that's got to be him but then immediately they you know it looks like he gets kidnapped by saw so you're like oh oh I guess it's not him now I have to reevaluate things I don't know if anybody watching it for the first time would think would what they would think Um, for me, if memory serves, the first time I watched this movie, the Costas Mandalore reveal was pretty cool. Um, but I I don't know, but that because then you also Mm -hmm. get Scott Patterson being awful.
1: Is is that his name? I always just
0: call him Gilmore Girls. Scott Patterson. Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Yeah, so bad. Oh God, Emily. So bad. Yeah, he's
0: he's doing that. How is he so bad? I don't know. Like, is he really bad in everything? I, I really... I don't know. I, this might be the only thing thing as I've ever seen I him I think in. I've seen it. Let's see. Okay, so Scott Patterson, which some people cl- uh, also make an argument that C- Scott Patterson and Costas Mandalore... I don't think they... I think Costas Mandalore doesn't look like anybody else. I think he's a very um, particular-looking man, or a guess-who mm-hmm. character, as I like to say. But... Physically, like, the two of them are very similar, so it does also
1: might confuse some people. I could see... If you weren't um, familiar with them from other things, I could see some confusion. Yeah. Um, But he's... Yeah, he's just awful.
0: And and so he's also given a partner. So he's the FBI. So Acosta's Mandalore is a cop or detective, and... Gilmore Girls is the FBI And he has a partner and it's the woman who later Goes on to be in survival of the dead
1: Oh yeah Remember she's you a lesbian it's that. very important
0: that she's a lesbian In that movie
1: um, mm-hmm. And they make that very clear Very clear. In okay. case you yeah. didn't know
0: she's a strong woman and she's a lesbian But in this to movie we don't over. know if she's a lesbian She her, Who knows they didn't tell us 14 who, times And this, so is, a, this is one of those cases that really Pissed me off because they Like she's there she, and she doesn't There's no reason for her to be saw trapped and she kind of is saw-trapped. She's, she's fucking saw-trapped. Yeah. She's not put through the test. It's just... No. She, but she's, that fucking stupid little puppet's like...
2: <laughs>
0: she's like, what? What? I can't hear you. And then it blows up in her face. And oh so God. I am guessing this is a case where they couldn't get her back for the next movie. Because mm-hmm. then you don't know her fate in this movie. Like, she seems like she's going to be okay. Like, sure, she's she gotten... She seems fine. Yeah, she's gotten puppet parts blasted into her face, but... Hey, we've all been also, there. Zach said that that was powder or like poison like or dust or something. Yeah, sure, that could make sense. But then, in... but I don't
1: think they said that, right? No, and what doesn't? And you know what? Now that I say that, he told me, like I was stupid. He's like, I mean... "Well, there was like a poison dust," and I was like, "What? I thought she just got ceramic
0: in her face." <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, I'm wondering now. I could, I honestly don't remember at all. She might come back. She might not be dead. I, don't
1: I thought they said she was dead in five. No, she in was, five they really do. So they, they totally say a she's dead. Bed. What I'm trying she's to remember like, oh, look is. At this bloody hospital bed? That's where that dead person was. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: we just let the blood on the walls as a way of remembering Weird. her. I feel like she. Oh, God. If she doesn't, then I'm going to be really pissed. Um. Don't look at IMDb. Oh, don't God. spoil it for yourself. Okay. Because now I'm wondering if it turns out that she's not dead and she's like, that was part of a way to figure out who the killer was. I don't know. But <gasps> it's just stupid. I I could I don't remember. It's just stupid okay. that they introduce this character. By part five, they establish she's dead. It doesn't really make sense. Um, I guess the idea is just to give um, uh, Gilmore Girls something to be angrier about. Because yeah. we haven't had enough angry cops or angry men it, in the Saw series.
1: So this... Is- this this one does something that now is a is becoming a trend. It's like two movies are happen at least two movies are yeah. happening concurrently. So there's his shit, and then there's Rig. Yeah. I would be fine if the whole movie was Rig. It's not. It's his bullshit, which is boring. He is boring. In in this movie,
0: he is because I think part of it too when we first meet saw or when we first meet john kramer rather it's a pretty compelling story of this was a guy who had who felt as though who was diagnosed with um lethal cancer and in that moment saw that he had wasted his life and that everybody is wasting their life Mm -hmm. i remember after saw two i think um my under i kind of formed a picture of saw in my of John Kramer in my head of oh I bet he was never married I bet he like was a workaholic but lived a very lonely life and probably wasn't close to his family like in my mind he was very antisocial and I kind of had it figured out and then by saw four we see that he was hugely successful he had he was winning awards for his designs he Mm -hmm. had a beautiful wife he was going to be a father and it was very troublesome for me because it it's the danger, I think, of series over-explaining things, right? When you find out Michael Myers, you know, oh, he's related to Laurie Strode, less interesting. And that's my issue, I think, with where they take John Kramer. He is so much less interesting to me when he was happy. Because <laughs> then, I don't know, there was something to me more compelling about him never having... Been happy and never having loved and all of this and then you give me this divorcee and it's just less interesting and it doesn't add up to the man that would do these things
1: yeah i guess i, I get that he has this terrible cancer like i get it and i'm sorry that's terrible jigsaw also your wife lost her child why don't you fucking yeah. figure it out yeah like, like i like you you lost a lot too bro but like come on get it together for her yeah yeah. Very frustrating. He is very dislikable. I know he murders people and then says <laughs> yes, he doesn't, but he's very dislikable. Yeah. I also just got confused what, what what was five and what was four. It's really tough.
0: It is. Cause, and even though they're different directors, um, part five is directed by David Hackle, who was the production designer on most of the other Saw films. Uh, it... It, the, and maybe that's part of it, is visually they, they're so close. Yeah. Even though it is definitely later, right? It, it's not happening the same time. Um, it carries over far less than other films do. Um, mm-hmm. but again, mostly because a bunch of people keep dying and not coming back. Uh, let's let's not not talk about Donnie Wahlberg's death, which might be yeah. my favorite moment of the entire Saw series.
1: So this is what I mean when I say all the things decide to happen. So Rig needs to get, so it's like some fucking Saw, saw double talk of like um, something in three hours <laughs> or something. To, have you learned nothing? Have you but not like, see what I see? Basically, Rig thinks he has a certain amount of time Time to go and save them, but when in reality, if he lets the time run out, they'll be saved, right? Or they'll be okay. Yes, exactly. Because okay, the whole. So the clock. Yeah. Yeah, the clock is running down to when they'll be okay, not when they'll die, which I, I think is interesting. And... It is. Except, and again, like it is. It's very similar to two.
0: The whole like just sit here and listen to me talk. In this case, it is you you know the whole point is you keep trying to save people the you need to let them save themselves, or maybe they're not worth saving uh-huh and in fairness to Rig, the logic between oh, don't save anyone or the the way he was supposed to get to the realization that he needs to not try to save people first of all, it's his fucking job, he's a cop uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh second yep. of all. All the cases before that So he's put through like three trials The first trial is a woman whose scalp is being torn off Mm -hmm. um, So he can let her scalp be torn off Or he can save her and then she's going to try to kill him Because that's what she's been told to do Mm -hmm. Okay, so the lesson was he should have just watched this woman die in front of him What Mm -hmm. the fuck The next lesson is To me this is kind of like one of the low points of Saw Because it's just it's so over the top of, oh, here's this guy and you meet him and you have a feeling he's probably a rapist because he's fat and wearing a wife beater. Oh, guess what? He's a rapist because he's fat and wearing a wife beater. And, you know, the the trap, he's like in this one, it doesn't make sense because the whole point is like, oh, you need to put him in a position where he's going to die and then walk away. Okay. And then the next one is... The one that I think is a little more interesting just in terms of um, kind of what it's saying and again, but it still isn't tying to the logic. It's a couple who um, the father was oh, this his one, daughter, yeah. and the wife was kind of letting it happen and not doing anything about it. So they're impaled together to where um, if, she, if they take out the impalements, the man will die, the woman might live, but if she does nothing, she'll die. So what is he supposed to Like so he's supposed to Help her but decide I don't know doesn't make any sense and then finally The whole point is he's supposed to know to not Go into the room where he sees His two friends being Moments away from death Mm
1: -hmm. The only two people left alive From his like squad or whatever And Um, like it's not that They're just standing in there walking around Like no one dude's gonna get electrocuted One dude is standing on a block of ice With a noose around his neck Also, he has a cast thingy on his leg because he had to smash his own leg, which doesn't seem safe, even if it wasn't a block of ice. Even Um, if he was standing on, like, a stool. I will say, that's true. The one thing I do like about Saw 4 is that
0: it establishes um, just how shitty Donnie Wahlberg's character had it. (laughs) Yeah. Because Donnie Wahlberg's character in this movie is such an asshole. Yep. And he really, like, when you think about the torture, right, so he was um, locked in a room, had to break his own foot, uh, yep. then was kind of starving to death, ate a dead rat, like, actually ate it, not like Miguel Ferrar in the stand, where he just kind of, like, touched it. Um, he then, for the next, like, three days, is noosed on top of a block of ice, and finally has his head smashed to bits by two yep. giant thingies.
1: We should know that Costas is in on it because while one leg McGee has to stand on ice with a (laughs) noose around his neck, he gets to sit in a chair. And,
0: like, he's sitting down, he's, like, secured into the chair, but Costas Mandalore's arms are, like, bigger than all of my cats put together. Like, I find it very hard to believe he couldn't have just lifted his arms up. He could have just stood up. Exactly. And, uh, which we learn, of course he could have, because he wasn't really tied down.
1: He literally does. Yes. Um... Isn't Donnie Wahlberg's head smashed by two bricks of ice? Like yes, that's ice? it. Yeah. That's it.
0: It's beautiful. I really, it's so stupid. I love it. It's again. This is why I had not tricked myself. This is why at one point I really liked Saw Four. A couple of fan service things: smashing a nuke it on the block's face. I like
1: everybody. That. Everybody yeah. dies except Costas. So yeah. Rick dies. Um yeah. Wahlberg is fucking dies. bullshit. Again, he gets it's shot. He didn't. It, he didn't do anything wrong. No. No, he didn't do anything wrong.
0: He gets shot by Angry Guy of Part 3, right? Or no, Angry Guy of Part 3 shoots Gilmore Girls and then gets shot.
1: Shoots Gilmore Girls. Right. So it's his lawyer who is um, Sarah Polly's hot husband in the Land of the Dead remake that was also in Prom Night 2. That's who that actor is, and I love him, and I'm so happy to see him. Oh, but wow. I, in the Dawn of the Dead remake. Okay. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead remake. Ah, never made I that love connection. Him. I just want—I just want everyone to know that. So what happens to him is also bullshit because I love him. <laughs> um, so everybody dies, and then Costas stands up, and you're like, what "The fuck?" Yeah. And then you check your watch, and you wonder if it's time to shut this off. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, so Costas is in on it, obviously, or whatever. So at that same time, we're uh, so we when Amanda and Jigsaw are like yapping yeah. it up on that gurney and he's he's fucking monologuing this is happening over with costas so all that shit believe it or not i can't believe it is happening at the same time
0: that's a very long day
1: it's so so many things were happening so much shouting and and rough editing yeah i'm shouting now because of it so then the man from three shoots gilmore girls in this one right this is in this one yes yeah okay Because the
0: man from 3 is just screaming, because that's all he does. He's awful. Uh, And when he... Yeah, he's just frantic, screaming, shooting around, so Gilmore Girls ends up shooting him. Yes. And Gilmore Girls, what, gets shot but isn't dead? No, yeah, because he's... He's he's real alive in five. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. Because he gets, but he gets trapped at the end of five. At he the end gets of four. saw
1: trapped in one right. of, in my mind, the most notable saw traps. I don't know why. It's the one that I always picture. It's a pretty good saw trap. Let's move it's, on to five. So he gets saw trapped. Right. We open with him saw trapped, right? He's saw trapped. Yes. I want to say it over and over again. So he gets <laughs> saw trapped in this, this airtight, I guess, glass thing. And it fills with water. And you're like, oh, it's, what's Gilmore Girls gonna do? So he stabs himself in the, in the like, the windpipe. The old with tracheotomy, a that's right. So, like, he, he'd be breathing out of that. So, like, all the cops... And also... The the dude from Three's daughter is there. I never knew the daughter was there. But anyways, Costas is carrying her out, and all the cops are like, Great job, Costas Mandalore. And then he's like, Yeah, I did real well. Everyone else is dead. It's like, JK. Not
0: everyone else.
1: Gilmore Girls
0: is not dead. Yep. He is alive. Well, remember now, in Part 4, at one point, Costas Mandalore uh, is holding like a stuffed animal, and the female Land of the Dead cop says to him... Oh like who's that for and Mandalore is like oh never mind it's a long story. And so and that's when Oh fuck. Yeah, you're right. Cuz then you realize and they don't really do anything with it but that okay no. he must have been he must have somehow kidnapped the daughter and kept yeah. her somewhere to where he was then able to save her and give her a stuffed animal. Yep. Um but so it also does let you know kind of that oh female cop had to have died. Because she would have probably made the connection of wait a minute why did he have that stuffed animal to begin with so mm-hmm. um, but yes Gilmore girls is not supposed to live but he does because he tracheotomies himself yep um, I know smart. he talks
1: like this because he had a tracheotomy but like he talks so much yeah, and even was. when other people are in the room like bro if it hurts that bad calm just down stop. like yeah yeah take take a minute and listen he's he's just talking alone in rooms i get it we're not we're supposed to do that because we're not supposed to like quiet characters alone in rooms or whatever but like <laughs> you just sh- <laughs> chill
0: out <laughs> right so part five tells really three stories if you will oh my god we get the flashbacks of how costas mandalore came to be a saw apprentice a saw apprentice as i like to call them i just made that up now yeah hashtag saw apprentice <laughs> Very good. Um, we get the um Gilmer girl's investigation of and continuing to grill uh Jigsaw's wife uh which my, my favorite moment. I can't remember if this is 4 or 5. But so he's, like, okay, we got her in the in the room, like, so he's going to go in and, like, really, like, try to play bad cop. And so he tells the person, like, handling the room, he's, like, turn the heat up. Ideally, it's that, like, she'll sweat and, like, get nervous, but clearly he walks in the room and he's, like, dripping and wearing long sleeves and she's just <laughs> why there, don't I, like, I'm good. Why don't I remember that? I don't know. It's, like, because on SVU, they, they have an episode like that where, um... Stabler is <laughs> interrogating Matthew Modine Who is a like, child molester and killer And that's his whole plan He like he goes in and he makes the lights like blink So that it will like, be disorienting And he turns the heat up so that when he goes in like He's really going to get him in a bad place But the problem is if you're the intense one You're going to get more intense
1: and more sweaty And that's what happens to Gilmore Girls There's a, there's a Seinfeld Like that too I don't know if you've seen oh, every episode of Seinfeld 20 times like I not, have Maybe not 20 but It's with when... It's when Jerry um, pretends that his stereo got broken in the mail. So Newman is interrogating him, but Newman puts the light on top of himself. (laughs) (laughs) So he's sweating and like Jerry's opening a soda. And it's like, so it's a joke. And they do it very well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then the third story of Saw 5 is, is... Interesting one. You know, and like I said, Five was the one when I gave my ranking and you can go back to the tapes, I gave my ranking and I said my ranking would be what was it? I think I probably said like six, two, one, four, three, five seven, five. Um I liked this one way more than I ever have before. I uh, like
1: the the actual saw stuff. So like the main
0: the... like the main saw stuff is this group of people who was it like five people four people five people i think it's maybe it's six I think it starts I out five or six so it's these people who you who realize very quickly they're connected and it's again it's one of those like okay their connection would have been interesting in like a standalone film and i've seen and I, I mean in in this era we had so many saw rip-off movies that came out like nine dead mm-hmm. was one and all these movies about like characters who were put In a room and tortured and it's because they all Had some connection and did something terrible So with this one The problem was like wait but what does this have to Do with anything else And I don't know how much it does Because basically they were all involved in a fire In a real estate fire
1: <laughs> Yep right? those real estate fires it's Real estate fires oh, always I, get you I, I hate to can I pause for just a second There's like something beeping in my kitchen I think an alarm went off <laughs> So real
0: estate fire
1: You know those real
0: estate fires They'll get that you, that you every time about. Every time So I guess what works about it Is that all of these people are guilty They all did something very bad That contributed to or um, uh, Ignored the death of innocent
1: people So they deserve to be saw trapped You're saying
0: Oh does it Well ma'am you know I does like any does
1: anyone deserve to be saw trap
0: I think it depends on the saw trap and this saw trap which again to spoil a little bit of the ending has a really good reveal because you find out oh if they weren't if they weren't hot headed from the start they could have gotten out of this saw trapping with minimal damage
1: which is what I love I yeah i i like i i kind of remembered it because i have seen this one i think i've seen all of them but i had seen this one and i kind of remember it this is the one i call oh the one with julie benz yes that that's how i remember this one this is the one i'm uh, gonna now refer to as the one with julie benz's wig boy oh boy <laughs>
0: yeah uh, i i feel like i've seen her as a brunette that's fine but white. Uh, what was up with that wig
1: um didn't look great nope did so look like a wig n- you know what it, this movie looked a little cheap it did yeah and now
0: all of these movies were made very quickly none of them had huge budgets but I feel like by this mm-hmm. point it should have had enough money where they could have allocated it well uh again it is a first- time director doing this one so maybe I don't know. Maybe funds were just put in different places. Uh, some of the traps in this one are a little more elaborate. So maybe I mean, <laughs> let's talk about that. We'll, we'll, we're jumping around and we're going to be yeah. jumping around. It's fine. That's what the movies do. So we're we're, we're podcasting as if we're editing a Saw movie. Uh, but the the ending, right? The last shot of this movie, which to me elevates it by like twenty points, is is a pretty big effect.
1: What is the end of this movie? Um,
0: it's fucking Gilmer Girls getting crushed in a wall.
1: Oh my god, I forgot. How could you forget oh, that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I forgot it by well, it was happening, and I was like, oh yeah, I this happened, huh?
0: Well, and that's why I couldn't get over with myself. I'm like, why did I hate this one so much? It has so many great things.
1: So that there was a there was a bone snap in this that made me like go, oh yeah. Like, it was, it was bad. But, um, so, yeah, so they saved up all their dough for that, that crushing wall scene. Quite possibly. Look, I don't like Gilmore Girls. I don't think he's good in this movie. I don't know him personally. I meant, like, in this movie, I don't like him. Um, but I was genuinely bummed. I was like, oh, so no one's left. Great. Well, here's the thing, though.
0: Um, so, again, we'll do, I think at the end of this whole Saw podcasting marathon, we'll do a drinking game, um, and i'm just because i think we have to but i think one of the one of the bits of this that i would have to add to it is whenever a character says um i mean a character says a line in this episode that i think is very significant of all the saw films and is Mm -hmm. actually very key to the character of rig which is you should never have been there without backup yeah right you should have learned that by now gilmer girls I,
1: i made a i made a note I think as far back as the first one that said that these are horrible police people. They are
0: the worst police people. Because they're
1: not following any type of no. like things put in place to, to to protect you. And they all immediately
0: jump on their very as soon as something happens they just act on instinct. Yep. So and I mean rig in part 2 and in this one and in part 4 runs into a room even though it's like no dude that's a saw room you know it's gonna be put- oh fine yep. okay
1: all right three people just got killed because of that but whatever yeah I, like they, it It really does sometimes result in like huge amounts of casualties yeah
0: yeah uh i mean you even get it with um land of the dead cop getting her face blown off it's you know it's because she why are you getting that close to a saw puppet you're you like you're fbi you've done your research oh <sighs> Um, but yeah, especially Gilmore Girls.
1: Like eight I mean the movie opens with him surviving a saw trap tracheotomy. And but they he gets the perfect out. Like sometimes it's like Saw, you're so tricky, but his his little tape recorder said, Get in this box. Bro, you should have gotten yep. in that box. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. And oh, then God. it's
0: kinda great because the I think again, this might be one of my if if the Donnie Wahlberg face smash is my favorite image of Saw. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, the whole final scene of part five. I don't know why I was so hard on this movie all these years, because that final scene is glory. So you get a fist fight between Costas Mandalore and Gilmer Girls. Uh, Costas Mandalore ends up in this glass coffin, and it closes. And suddenly you realize something's amiss because the coffin's moving down. Mm-hmm. And the thing I love about this, it is the angle at which Costas Mandalore is a, like, he's a big, beefy dude. Yeah. And him in this sleep, like snow white Sleeping Beauty glass coffin, <laughs> stuck at this really weird angle, just slowly, automatically moving down uh, as Gilmore Girls realizes, oh, shit, what just happened? as the music cues up, and it does its crazy saw music thing and the walls close on them.
1: Mm-hmm. Everything about that, that's that scene. I
0: really like.
1: So for all intents and purposes, I like five. Yeah. I, I like too. Wa- and
0: I used to hate it.
1: Yeah. I think the first time I saw five, I liked five too. I like so much of it, but then, so what would you say is the other movie that's happening while, the saw traps with Julie Benz and those people are happening. Is it? It's just the Costas backstory. Well,
0: the I Costas backstory is is a big part of of this movie. I think, in a way, is really three storylines, two of which are happening at the same time, one of which isn't, because you get a lot of Costas Mandalore flashback of how he became a saw which mm-hmm. is his sister was killed by um, her boyfriend. He had basically set up the boyfriend under a saw trap. Jigsaw figured yep, out yep, yep. how he did this. Jigsaw recruits him basically and says, look, you can do it the right way. Do it with me. So
1: I think all that stuff is boring.
0: Um, yeah, it is. I agree. It's in theory, it's fine. It, it kind of makes sense because you, you know, you do want to know, OK, well, how would some because we know how Amanda became a saw apprentice. It made perfect sense. She was a junkie. Um, Jigsaw did this terrible thing to her it for her in this moment she kind of had a realization of oh wow this okay yeah i'm going to do whatever you say um makes sense you kind of want to know here's a highly decorated police officer how would he give in to this crazy man okay well his sister you know was killed and the guy got off and blah blah except it's not interesting there's nothing about it that's interesting to watch uh and then the third part of it is you have gilmer girls investigating investigating uncovering um, the Costas Mandalor stuff, so you could kind of group them together. Except, I think the timeline is current, so that's why I would se- mm-hmm. separate them, I guess. And then you have the Fire people figuring shit out.
1: Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I think that uh, the Costas stuff is is overlong and boring yeah. to me. I don't find him particularly charismatic no i he's not a good actor.
0: he's really not he's fine in small doses because I think his his physicality is can be interesting because he, he can be fun to watch he he can be yeah in this he's he's not a good enough actor to be this intense um good man turned bad by vengeance and such and I never really know where he and I can't remember I think more will come out in part six but like is he ultimately you can understand hey if somebody killed my sister i would want them dead mm-hmm. i am now i am not a cop and i am not somebody that would probably do this but mm-hmm. i i would probably you know sure i could understand anybody taking action and and getting their eye for an eye and getting vengeance on their beloved family member's killer i get that now does is he a saw believer or is he just i did this one thing and now i'm kind of stuck because i'm gonna be blackmailed so i'm gonna now do everything i can to protect myself i don't know and i i don't know that part six explains it i think it may just be something that nobody thought was that important
1: yeah i guess because i hadn't really thought about it yeah um I don't I just I and it's not even particularly his backstory you know it's I thought a, a lot of the Amanda stuff was boring too mm-hmm okay. I don't know it and then so maybe if it was just the Costas backstory and like this the actual saw traps people but then when you and, in like inject the Gilmore Girls investigation yep. It's just too many things And too much of you it throw is not on interesting. One more
0: thing. There's the I guess head of the FBI guy Who's sort of telling Gilmore Girls To back off and then Saw is trying To kind of frame Gilmore Girls yep. To him so like you've added This other character you're like okay I guess he's going to come back in the next one And be Saw trapped because everybody gets Saw trapped if you, mm-hmm. you know, Come into this orbit so yeah, it is, it's, it is too much going on, certainly.
1: There's just, a, yeah, it's just a lot, and yeah. and I'm not engaged by enough of it, so it's kind of like I have to be like, oh, an interesting part's on again. Right, right.
0: Because the Saw Trap part to it of these people, the traps are, it, it they're really convoluted in this one to where I mm-hmm. didn't really understand them. Like, so I don't know, have you ever done like scavenger hunts with friends, like any of like those organized scavenger hunts? Yes. Yeah. Are you really helpful, or do you feel very useless in them? I typically feel useless. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens with me a lot. I because what I do, like I just did one with my friends, and the problem is, like I re, like, I get really into it, but then, like I get I, you know, I, I really think it out, and I get convinced I'm right, and then I'm wrong, and then I lose all faith and everything. And all mm-hmm. of these traps in this one, I like the especially the bathtub one. I would have just been like, wait, what? What are
1: we? What? Uh, just tell me what's no do me the do bat. It. The bathtub one, I got confused. I was yeah. like, wait a second. He, he, if I was there, he's going to need to repeat that. Right. Right. It was a lot. <laughs> it really was a lot. Specifically the bathtub one, I was like, wait a second. I don't understand what we're doing yet. Yeah. That's the one where I would like stand back and be like, guys, can, um,
0: do were you, listen, uh, you want me to hold that for you? I'll hold that for you. Why don't you figure it out? Like, that's where I would be at that one.
1: That one was tough. That yeah. one was
0: really tough. So they get very confusing. They do. But then, the again, the twist of, oh, they could have done them all together is actually it. a good twist. And it makes sense. Okay. And it's the whole, like, you fight against your your instincts your whole life have told you one thing, but do the other. Your instincts have told you look out for yourself and do what you're told, except, no, wait, there's another way to do this. And you could have worked together and you could have gotten through it.
1: Um. Sh- they nobody even that's what frustrated me and i guess maybe it's very true to life like nobody even stopped to think like well wait what does he mean when he says that because they didn't have like in part two
0: they didn't have um what's his name from showgirls there to say hey guys how
1: are we connected
0: in this one you kind of they did their connection kind of but then they all also got very tired very quickly just ran through mm -hmm. it like it's really in thinking about it now the way they so quickly are like, what do you do? You're a reporter? Okay, fine. Moving on. Oh, so you knew. Okay, fine. Like, they never really stop and really explain what everybody did. Yeah. And by the time they do sort of with whoever's left, you're like, okay, I mean, but there's only one person to tell this to now. Um,
1: which is a, Which is a bummer. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess the whole point is that they don't realize that. Like, but like, I kind of wanted somebody to figure it out, but at least before there was two people yeah, left. And then this is where I talked about
0: this last time, where we kept saying like, oh, on saw everything matters. Every character is connected. Every character, you know, nobody just disappears. Mm-hmm. Julie Benz fucking disappears. We never see her again.
1: That's true. I almost, I was going to have to ask you. Yeah what happened but she doesn't so i'm not just forgetting about i did
0: not remember this but i apparently the um the guy who survives malik he does come back in saw seven i now in hindsight i've only seen saw seven once um i think i remember who he is so i'm kind of like okay good so they establish because you also don't even know at the end of this movie if they live they've both lost Mm -hmm. a lot of blood it's not established uh but yeah dude's whole arm got cut yeah exactly she never comes – and the first time I watched this, I remember walking out the theater and being like, oh, okay, she must have been in on it. She'll come back in the next one because it kind of makes sense that she seems in better shape than he is at the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, she probably pulled her arm out at the last minute or did something to where, you know, she wasn't going to give all of her blood. Okay, I'm sure she'll come back and it will all make sense. She never comes back. And it feels like such a dangling – Thread in part because it is Julie Benz it's an actress that's very Recognizable Mm -hmm. especially if you're A genre fan at all Mm -hmm. Um, So again I'm Like still holding out hope that she shows Up in the new one just because otherwise It really does feel like this one thing That was very incomplete because everything else comes back
1: Yeah if she just disappears
0: Yeah I mean I guess you can make an argument that like The wife and daughter in the first movie Stay safely gone but (sighs) Yeah, it's always bugged me about that um, Yeah And then the The other <sighs> thing I did want to mention on this one Is that I think another part of where the budget Might have gone, I think they added Pig squeals to the score in a lot of Key places, so Really? Yeah, I definitely caught it I forget no, where I I'm trying to think Somewhere so. during like the big saw music You could hear like pig squealing, so
1: Oh, my gosh, you know what? I think I did notice. I'm getting the movies confused again. Of course you are. I think maybe I noticed it in this one. Well, because, you know oh what, in part Lord, four so is where you have the flashback
0: to, like, the origin of the pig, I guess. Because it was the yeah. year of the pig at the, you know, the Chinese New Year when Saab decided to start sawing. So that.
1: they show you the origin of the puppet. And I think one of us made the joke of, oh, I bet they're going to show the pig next. And they... And they I, I was like, do. no, they. I think they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what are we saying? I think they really do. I. I it's too much. It's too I'm on the nose. Emily in the
0: series so far, they have not shown the origin of the tape recorder. But I mean, there's still another movie coming out.
1: It's just so like I get it. Stop. Have some. Su- I get. I mean, I get what the movies are, but have some subtlety, just a little bit.
2: That's asking the, a lot from
1: this series.
2: The littlest bit of subtlety. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah um oh and one other thing on in part four that i uh wrote down i wrote i wrote down jigsaw tiger beat magazines because oh, there yes, are a lot, a lot of, of <laughs> shots magazine. of people reading magazines with john kramer's with... face on them and i was really waiting for one of them to be like gq
1: with yep. john kramer um like men's fitness or whatever exactly, Men's Health, yeah, elk. yeah. Um, Yes I always think that And they go You know what Honestly they flash them too fast Because I really want to read Like the whole Like headline Right right Man of the year What what exactly Sexiest bachelor Under 60 Oh Saw 5 Saw 5
0: Yeah which This has been for me The biggest surprise In my rewatching Is that I I, I, I kind of really enjoyed Saw 5 It's not good It is not a good movie um, but it had a lot more things that I enjoyed than I remembered at all.
1: I liked it as much as I did. I think um, I think this is playing out exactly how it played out the first time okay, I watched okay. it. <laughs> um this these two. Were tougher than the first three mm. to get through. Okay, that's I, fair. Getting really tired of their shit.
0: <laughs> part four was hard for me. Part part four, I found myself uh, groaning or grunting, if you will. And <gasps> yes, there's grunting in both of these movies. I yes. took like ten different pictures of it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, four is a rough spot. So for me, three and four are really low points. I'd agree so far. Yeah. Um, but two and five, I do. I, there are things I actually like, like mm-hmm. not ironically or like right, right. for what they are, but there are things I actually like.
0: So, so far, what is your ranking up to five?
1: Um. Purely enjoyment, not quality. Purely enjoyment from best to, from most enjoyment to least enjoyment. Yep. yep. Two, five, one, four, three.
0: I think I'm in the exact same place. I might yeah. switch four and three. Um, yeah, those are arbitrary, honestly. Yeah, because but... I think three, I think Shawnee might help edge that one a little bit higher than four. Um, I mean, three has Shawnee Smith. Four has um, Donnie Wahlberg's face getting smashed with ice.
1: Yeah, yeah know, I mean, three is... Three is like heavy monologuing and yeah. that's how I remember it. And four has rig though. So maybe true, that would true. Except four punishes rig for being a good person. Such bullshit. It is.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So quality of film part four out of 10. Where are you landing? Quality, quality of film on film four. On four. Six. I'm going five. I'm going straight, straight in the middle.
1: Man, I'm very generous. That's
0: okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's okay. I won't sawtrap you for it, unlike other people that we talked about today. Don't sawtrap me. <laughs> All right. Quality of life, part four. 4.75 S- 4. for me. 5.5. 5. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, low. Yeah. Uh, part f- saw five, quality
1: of film. So five did look super cheap, yeah, but that final bone was good. The bone crunching is great, and it's so, character um, I want
0: to see his bones crunched. So
1: yep, <laughs> so they really did that. They built it up for us. Yeah, it really made us want it. Um, six point seven five. Yeah, but it also has Julie Benz's wig. Yeah. Um,
0: no, for part five, I'm also gonna go five.
1: Wow, I, th- I was so much higher yeah. than you. 6.75 well, from
0: 5. Quality of life for part 5, I'm going to go with a 7. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I I have always been so confident about my Saw ranking in that this was my least favorite Saw film. I am a different person, apparently. I am not who I thought I was all these years.
1: I vaguely remember you saying you didn't like it because yeah. I've... I've always or since I've watched them all I I didn't dislike it right and I know that you I, I think I know that you did yeah, I so had I'm... such problems with it where did those problems come from what did
0: I want from a Saw movie did I not want Gilmore Girls's bones is crushed who was I that seems absurd it does I don't know maybe maybe I'm like finally waking up maybe all this time I haven't been my true self you know
1: well, you know, expectations and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's very strange to me. I, I feel as though my confidence is rocked and I don't know who I am anymore. Plain and simple.
1: Wow. This is a real transformative It's kind of heavy, experience. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: How about that?
1: All right. So that's <laughs> Saw 4 and 5, everybody. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> um... We'll be back to talk about – now, are you – do you think you're going to go see um, Jigsaw Revelation or whatever the next one's called? I would like to, yes. Okay. Okay. We will hopefully then on our next episode cover Saw 6, 7, and 8. And again, here this is going to be crazy. 6 has always been the one that I've pointed to as the actual good movie. Am I right about that? Am I wrong? I don't know who I am anymore. This will be interesting to see if I still oh, stand man. by that.
1: Will Emily um, come out the other end as the know. same person she went in Oof. as? Or whatever.
0: Oof, it's heavy. Um, I would also like to give everybody, before we get to our streaming recommends, um, Remember Part 6 of Saw has a very important, um, what do you call it, thing, which is... <laughs> Remember the TV reality show? Remember the reality show, Scream Queens, Christine? Of course, yeah. So, for those of you too young to remember, or too old to have cared, uh in two thousand and eight, I guess there was a reality show that aired on VH1 called Scream Queens. Mm-hmm. And oh, is this the thing they won? This what they won? It was a bunch uh-huh. of young actresses who were put through a reality competition. Um, and the prize was that you got to be in the opening saw trap of Saw 6. That's a pretty good prize. It's a great prize. And it was a great series. I loved this. Me and Erica used to get together and watch it. Um, and it was great. James Gunn was the judge. Uh-huh. Um, I actually never saw it. Oh, I knew all of it, though. Oh, I wonder if it's available anywhere. It's reality shows really don't um, generally don't get saved anywhere, don't really show up on streaming but if i wonder i'm gonna track down on like youtube and rewatch some of it because it was glorious Mm -hmm. um and so part six we get to see in the opening scene the woman who won that competition so uh it's all very exciting but before we get there christine what is your streaming recommend for the fine people at home
1: Okay, so I can't remember if you've seen this. I'm sorry. Sometimes <sighs> okay. my memory is bad. Um, and if you did and you recommended it, thank you. <laughs> but I'm not sure. Um, so this is an Amazon Okay. Um, recommend, and it is uh, Colossal. No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, it's really fucking good. Oh. Is it like, streaming I, on Prime? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I think it is, or maybe it's Hulu. If it's Hulu,
0: I'm sorry. That's okay. Raise my hopes and dash them like so many before. It's one
1: of them, but um, it's if you can stream it. um, I knew it was. I thought it was going to be good. I had hopes for it. People said that I would like it, and that's always dubious. Um, And then I finally watched it, and it's just amazing.
0: Ooh, okay. Yeah, you've been really excited about it. Yeah, it's real, real good. Uh, I believe Married with Clickers did an episode on it, but I haven't listened because I haven't seen the movie, so I decided to wait on that one.
1: Uh, that's smart. It's it's. I went in not knowing, like anything really, because right, right. I don't like to watch trailers and stuff. Yep. So I don't want to be spoiled. I kind of knew what it was about because there's like a monster, like it's in the advertising, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know what it was about. So okay. if you go in as blind as possible, I think it'll really benefit you. Okay, cool. I will give it a go. If I can, somewhere. You I don't know where <laughs> it is. I don't know.
0: Um, cool. Okay. Uh, my streaming recommend, because I had talked earlier about Tales of Halloween, which I don't think is very yes. good. So I'm like, you know what? Like, here's an anthology that is very good. And that I didn't, I kept getting confused with Tales of Halloween. And I watched this one a few months ago. It is called Holidays. It is streaming on Netflix. And it is um, an anthology of every basically i can't remember if it's like by month i think it's yeah by month so it's um a new year's valentine's day st patrick's day and so on and so on mother's day father's day and it has some really good directors in it and i can't remember who any of them are at the moment but it's a really good roster uh the guy who did the pact did one i remember that much um and again it's like any anthology especially with multiple directors not every segment's great but some of them are great. Some of them are very funny. And, uh, there was one, I forget who did it. It's, um, it was the one for father's day and it's, Oh, damn it. Now I'm just going to pull this up because it was to me really, um, much better than, Oh, Kevin Smith did one and it's not very good. He's, he probably did the worst one. Mm. Uh, all the other ones, Nicholas McCarthy is the one that I was trying to remember Did Easter, which is really funny and weird. um, Father's Day. No, who did Father's Day? I'm just trying to find the one that I thought was really good, and I can't seem to find it. Father's Day. Anthony Scott Burns did one. He did not direct anything else that I've seen. Point being, a lot of young directors, some established directors. It's very good. It's up and down, but very consistent. Um, So if you want anthologies, I recommend it.
1: I have scrolled past it a million times. Yeah, I kept staying away
0: from it because I think I kept hearing mixed things but i think those mixed things might have been about tales of halloween
1: Mm -hmm. oh which is i told you i couldn't finish it yeah um it's not terrible but it's i might have to look at it now because you've given it your seal
0: yeah and i would say i mean it's what is it eight different segments so they're all pretty short Mm -hmm. um but if one's really not doing it for you you can always fast forward through to the next one i think they're pretty clear about giving you like the the title, so it's very easy to figure out when the new movie starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I I really do reckon. The more I'm thinking about it, the more a lot of the stories stayed with me, and they range between being kind of funny, really creepy, and different. Like it felt very fresh, and some of the stories were stories I hadn't. Because it's oh, make a horror movie about Easter. Okay, you could you could go a lot of ways with that.
1: Oh, this is not where I would have thought you'd gone. So. Hardy recommend. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Well, maybe I will watch that then. Um, And I did check. It's Hulu and not Amazon, but it looks like it's available to rent really cheap on Amazon. Okay. Good
0: to know. Good to know. So, sorry.
1: Sorry to get your hopes up. Uh, That's okay. Make me
0: spend $4. I see how it is.
1: Sorry. Um, I do think I might buy it because Ah. uh, maybe there's a commentary on it. It's really interesting. Um, I hope you enjoy it if you watch it. I hope I do as well
0: all right folks well and in case we didn't say it i don't think we did um when last we talked the saw movies were all streaming on amazon prime since then Mm -hmm. they have switched allegiance to netflix so uh we have two more movies to watch that are available on netflix and that's saw six and saw seven slash saw legacy
1: saw 3d i don't know what it's called saw the final chapter or something stupid i think it's the final chapter if you go to best buy right now you can get all of them on blu-ray for ten dollars i don't know why you'd want that but um i i think
0: i own that exact blu-ray and i think i paid even less for it
1: yeah well i mean it's it's actually alluring i was like if i hadn't seen this before we started Uh this project i would have bought it oh
0: yeah no, I still like owning movies but I have a problem right now I told you a little bit um it's a very simple problem that I'm sure all of us have gone through my blu-ray player is possessed by the devil mm-hmm. yeah, I've randomly, definitely dealt yeah, with that randomly turns on uh when I'm watching things on a different input so I'll be watching a baseball game and all of a sudden my blu-ray player just turns on and overtakes it uh and then randomly when I'm watching something it might just stop and Go back to cable, so it has a mind of its own. As a result, I'm we just keep it unplugged right now. That's our way of handling our haunting. Uh, so I was happy mm, when I they put it up on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else can you do? Holy water inside a Blu-ray player is not a good idea. So anyway, uh, folks, we hope you enjoyed this. We'll be back with one more, last round at the jigsaw rodeo. Uh, <laughs> i don't want to go to that rodeo <laughs> oh god it's probably a pig rodeo right it would have to be so i think
1: something would clamp on my butt or something It'd probably be like, everybody like it. sits
0: down in the audience and then we all get clamped down because like we're um uh, participating in animal cruelty which is fair that we should be clamped down and saw trapped mildly i guess uh mm-hmm. yeah wow there's a lot of these movies, and we have three more to watch. So we're going to do that next yep. time, folks. In the meantime, off Twitter at Feminine Podcast and Facebook uh, Feminine Critique. Come tell us your survival stories of Saw. With that said, good night.
1: Bye.